0: Welcome to the Train Hard Live Sean Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? I'm your host, Coach Matt, owner of Athletic Beings Training and Apparel. Welcome back to another amazing episode here. Um, if this is your first time tuning in, I'm happy, I'm excited that you're here listening. Uh, I am bringing you all a returning guest speaker to the show. Uh, this is a podcast where you're going to learn the ins and outs about health, fitness, nutrition, uh, mindset, lifestyle, and we bring you the raw truth when it comes down to you know, inspiring you to believe in who you are. You have the capability, the potential in achieving the most amazing goals that you have set for yourself. And no goal is too big. No goal is too crazy. Um, If you're looking for inspiration, motivation, and education, this is the podcast for you. Ladies and gentlemen, before we hop in this amazing episode, I got a few announcements. Number one, hydration is important for your health, your performance, your progress. All right, ladies and gentlemen, drink some water. Most of the times we get so busy in life or we just don't like the bland taste of water, right? We'd rather have some soda or some fruit juice or something crazy, right? What if there was something out there that can make your water taste amazing? Not only that, but hydrate you three times faster. Well, guess what? There is. LiquidIV.com has amazing products to hydrate you faster, to get your immunity boosted, to get your energy boosted, and to get some good sleep, all right? And I want to save you 25% off your purchase, y'all. So if you use promo code TRAINHARD at LiquidIV.com, I can save you 25% off your purchase. Number two, when it comes down to on-the-go, high-intensive interval training workouts, workouts that you can do anywhere. Anywhere, if you have no equipment at all or a little to no equipment at all, you can get these workouts done from the luxury of your own living room. If you are traveling for business, for family, for whatever the case may be and you don't have access to a gym or maybe you don't want to go into a gym because of COVID or whatever the case may be and you want to get a nice workout and you got some goals you want to get into when it comes down to your body, your physique – EliteHitPerformance.com has it for you. 20-minute hit workouts, 30-minute hit workouts, 10-minute, all the way down to five-minute hit workouts. You can even customize. Customize your own HIT workout the way that you want it to be like. It is insane. They have free workouts that you can try right now with nothing at all. You don't got to do nothing. All you gotta do is head over to elitehitperformance.com. They got free workouts right there for you just to click and train. Amazing stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Amazing. Number three, when it comes down to supplementation, we back up FNX Fit 100%. They have amazing whey proteins, uh, stimulation-free pre-workouts, freaking intense pre-workouts. They got immunity boosters. They got greens. They got it all, ladies and gentlemen. And when it comes down to supplementation, there's so many different questions. There's so many different brands and all this crazy stuff. And I've tried so many different things growing up, especially when I first started when I was 13. I wanted to hustle and grind to get some muscle, so I was doing everything under the sun, basically. Um, but when it comes down to supplementation, uh, FNX Fit is where we go to. I 100% recommend them. And I want to save you 15% off your purchase by using promo code Hard. You can do that, ladies and gentlemen. And when it comes down to announcement number four, leaving a five-star review truly does help us here, ladies and gentlemen, giving us some feedback. Giving us some feedback on what you're enjoying from the podcast, what you don't like, what you want to see more of, what you want us to improve in. Taking some time to write in a review really means the world to us. Not only that, but it's going to help other people around the world who are looking for inspiration, motivation, and drive for their health and fitness journey. You're going to help them find this podcast just that much faster. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, here we go let's welcome back to the show sarah dole
1: and i'm very proud of my body because at the end of the day my body carried me through prep through the show through COVID, and now it's carrying me through my off season so who am i to say anything about it when i've been super hard on it when you look at the the stressors that i've placed on it right at the end of the day
0: everybody check it out welcome back to another amazing episode here on the train hard live sean freaking podcast uh today we are bringing you a returning guest speaker the amazing sarah dole what's up sarah how you doing
1: what's up matt thanks so much for having me back
0: dude absolutely absolutely (laughs) if everyone who okay so sarah was here y'all for uh episode 128 and she talked about her background her everything so if you want to learn more about sarah go ahead and click that link. Uh, it'll be in the show notes. But um ever since then, I think that was like, uh I think I was like three. We started, Jen, you, you were the episode that started 2021.
1: Yes, that is correct.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. So we, and we talked in, I think December, right? So it's yeah. been like four months, I believe.
1: Yeah. Good chunk of time.
0: Yeah. Good. Ch- and in that time frame, you've had some, some rad stuff happen to you and you've been doing some remarkable things with, with your physique and you'd, Doing what you want to do. And uh, so for everyone, real quick, for our current listeners, future listeners, I know you already dove in, you know, pretty deep on your background on episode 128. But I guess right now you can just, you know, I guess share everyone like kind of who Sarah is, where you came from, where you were born and where you live right now and stuff like that.
1: Absolutely. That sounds great. So my name is Sarah Dole and I am an online personal trainer. That is what I do full time. So right now I am looking after lifestyle clients and a couple of things has changed since I talked to you last. So not only am I looking after women still, but I've actually brought some men on board as well. So I've opened up my training style that way. And as you know, I coached myself last year for my first bodybuilding competition, which has really opened up some interest in me coaching bodybuilding clients. So I have finally made the announcement that I've now opened up my personal training to train bodybuilding clients as well. So I'm really excited to see where this next chapter takes me. But I am located in Canada. Spring has finally sprung. And I'm so thankful because I am over winter would love to be in Texas with Matt right now. Um, but, <laughs> but I'm a prairie girl. So I'm stuck in the prairies for now. And uh, yeah, really, my life is is hitting the gym because I'm trying to get my pro card this year. And then my main focus is my clients, I live at home with my husband and my two adorable dogs. I got a golden doodle and a miniature schnauzer that always keep things interesting.
0: Schnauzer, <laughs> <laughs> um, dang man, yeah, that, that's crazy. If if I'm not mistaken, you did did you, you went you did bikini before or were you always wellness?
1: I was actually always wellness. So originally right. I was going to go into the bikini division and wellness is very new in North America. And I actually yeah. got prejudged, which was great. And I was told that I would do a lot better in wellness. And so that's where I went.
0: Dude, that's awesome. man! you've been killing it. You've been seriously killing it. Thank how, you. How has, uh, so let's go ahead, let's throw it back real quick. Let's throw it back to your <laughs> first comp. Prep. So obviously you said you coached yourself. I sure did. Um, and and that's freaking dope. Everyone listening right now, if you uh go check out Sarah on her Instagram, uh, you will see how much she's transformed herself, and it's it's crazy, and how she's gonna explain it is freaking mind blowing. And a lot of people, especially females, don't understand sometimes, or they're scared to understand that to eat is is crucial for growth. And and I'm I'm glad that you're here to talk about that. But so pre Prep for the first competition. How was how was that prep compared to, um, I guess, going into your second show now?
1: Absolutely. So the the crazy part was was that I never actually had like an off season prior. So this is really my first off season that I've ever had. So I really went from knowing that I hadn't dieted for a couple of months. I knew that I was sitting at my maintenance calories and I knew that I was ready to start my 16 week, week prep. So that's mm-hmm. what I did last year was 16 weeks. And you know, I knew that going into it, the best thing that I could do is focus on progressive overload. I don't want to jump Hell in yeah. too quick because everybody's excited to see results. Like that's what gets us going. That's what keeps us going. Right. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And the thing is, is that You're so excited for something, but you need to make sure that you put your patient's panties on and you do things appropriately right so it doesn't mean that we're cutting a thousand calories at once it doesn't mean that i'm sitting at a thousand calories like i think i started my prep at about 1800 calories last year and then depleted from there very slowly ending up at around 1300 which at the end of the day is really not very low when you look at some of these girls that are under a thousand calories and sometimes starting at a thousand calories with (laughs) a new prep or with a new prep coach Mm -hmm. now the thing is is that now i'm in my off season So once I came off that show, it was important for me to build my calories back up. So to give you guys a little bit of a breakdown, I was sitting at 1300 prior. We knew that my maintenance calories were around 1800 to start with. I was able to reverse myself and push my calories to 3000 calories of where I'm staying to maintain my body weight now. So that is a huge difference, right? Like that's almost double, which is Mm -hmm. crazy. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people would look at that number and be like, I can't eat that much food. I'm gonna get fat, you know, like (laughs) this is obviously not what you need to do. But that's the thing, guys, is that this is what you need to do. And I'm not saying that everybody needs to push themselves to those thresholds, but it is really important that you are um, working your metabolism as as much as you can because now I'm in a really great spot because, like, if you look at last year, it was only about a 600-calorie reduction that got me to where I needed to be. Well, if I'm sitting at 3,000 right now, like – where I'm going to come in showtime. Like I'm, I'm guessing that I'm going to be above 2000 calories. Right. Which is insane to think that I can get a crazy physique like that while still eating all the food.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. That that's to me, that is uh, obviously, well to us, obviously it's like, it makes sense. Um, But I think I always think every time I talk to a competitor or every time I get a new client or every time we train people or explain these things, I always think to myself, like, it's crazy how they say the daily, uh, calorie that everyone should have is 1,200, right? That's like the, that's like the average. Everyone should have that to maintain life or whatnot. And then you get to like, you know, people who want to shred, you know, ha- just have nice legs, nice glutes, nice arms, just build muscle, shred fat, whatever it is that they want to do. And it's crazy how sometimes you ask these people like, yo, how many calories are you eating? And it's like, oh, I'm eating like 2,700 calories a day. And, uh, and it's nuts, you know, but it's like, dude, wow. Well, I'm training, you know, a heavy, and I I might even be breaking it up. You know, I'm doing two sessions a day, two a days. And it's like 45 minutes here, 45 minutes here. And I'm focusing on this and that, and I'm depleting, I'm depleting. So, you know, I guess the easiest way to like, look at this kind of stuff is like, imagine you had like $3,000 worth of money, but those are calories. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, you're going to your workout, right. And your workout costs you like, let's say you burn like 800 calories. So boom. But then you have like your, obviously your maintenance calorie too. So that's a given, man. As soon as you get, it's like, damn, it's like your mortgage, dude, or your rent for whatever, wherever you're living. Like that's your maintenance. So like, as soon as you get your three grand, you got to take that 1800 and and give that to them too. So now you're left with just a few. So now you're like giving away all these calories and calories and calories throughout your day and you being alive. And then whenever you eat food, you're also, you know, hiring your metabolism because it has to break down the food and then you're training. So it's like, it's easy Once you put it all together, it's easy to see like, dude, I can I can really burn 2000 plus calories a day easy with doing an average slow chill workout. But when it's intensified because you're going to wellness, you want to build and build and build like those workouts are, are pretty crucial, I bet.
1: They are crazy, especially those leg days. Like it's it's long sessions in the gym, and that's one thing that I can definitely say that's that's cranked up is is the time in the gym. And it's not even like I'm taking long rest times right now. Like he wants me to blast as heavy as I can with as minimal rest time as I can at the moment, and and it's hard sometimes. And I think that a lot of people don't realize that you know our our workouts aren't even what's burning the most calories during the day. Like eighty percent of our uh, caloric energy burn is coming from our organs functioning at rest which is crazy, right? Or 70%. Sorry. And so like, when you look at that, comparing it to workouts, workouts average 10 to 20% of what we're actually burning. Mm. So like, you know, people who go crazy in the gym too, thinking that they need to be there for that many hours, like your body is taking care of so much of what you need, without you having to go absolutely crazy balls to the walls either, right? So like, that's just an important note that I want to put in there too.
0: Yeah, dude, no, it's it's straight up, period, exactly, exactly, Um, it is, and and I feel like too, well, whenever people do cardio, you know, it's like you are burning calories then and there, obviously, and then once you're done, your body obviously is adapting to the new type of uh, stress you're applying to, right, because that's Mm -hmm. what is, you know, that's why we plateau, because if you do the same shit over and over again, you're going to plateau and you're going to be stuck and your body's adapted and it's like feels comfortable, so with like cardio and stuff, and you just, let's say you're just doing regular cardio, because That is like the stigma of, oh, that's losing weight. If I lower my calories and do more cardio, I'm going to sculpt my body somehow. And uh, so whenever you burn those calories in and there, it's like that's it, right? But whenever you are training, I feel like people who do their workouts – and it's like, okay, my Fitbit or my freaking smartwatch says I only burnt three hundred and fifty calories. Like, yo, dude, that doesn't it doesn't stop there. Like That's you burnt exactly, yeah. you burnt three hundred and fifty calories, maybe in your workout, if, you know, depending on how accurate this shit is. But on top of that, like your body is still elevated after the workout. Like it still has to come down. And then you're gonna consume food, which is gonna elevate it even more. So you're gonna shred a lot of calories in, <laughs> in a matter of that, that time span.
1: Well, a lot of people don't realize that you're burning energy when you're digesting your food, right? That Mm -hmm. that it needs to go somewhere and that it is all energy. And, you know, to go back to the cardio point that you said, that I think that that's really important for people to note too, is that when they're thinking that they need the cardio to lose weight, they're going like, I need to do 40 minutes to an hour session a day. And I need to do that (laughs) five days per week. And it's like, okay, so you're going to go do that. You're going to hurt your body. You're going to see some crazy results at first, but where are you going to overload from that? Because your body can only go so far. So are you going to tell me that you're going to keep progressing and it's going to be three hours of cardio per day? Because like you said, (laughs) your body's going to get used to it. It's going to adapt. And like there is an end point. So that's why it's really important. Take things slow. Five minutes of cardio, 10 minutes of cardio. That shit makes a difference. It doesn't have to be an hour of everything, right? right? And like your body, when it's not used to a stimulus like that, start small so that you can build off of it and actually have somewhere to build to without already like essentially cutting yourself off. Right when you get started, you know,
0: right, exactly, exactly. And you, you're, you're pretty consistent with showing people how you are, you know, progressing into the physique, the body that you are going to go on stage for, but also a body that you want to be confident and happy with, right? Aside from competition, right? You want to also be confident and happy in your own body. So you've been, so I kind of want to break down your, um, your day, whenever it comes down to how you consume food and stuff like that. So you if people who think like, okay, 3000 calories, right? Like that, that person must be like overweight. Let's say like Sarah's behind a, <laughs> a, a wall right now and you can't yeah, see it. Yeah, yeah. And, and all there is is a sticker on that door or whatnot. that says this girl eats 3000 calories a day. Imagine how, like, think about how she would look like. And you don't even know her. You don't know how she looks like. You don't know that you're going to think, okay, well, she has to maybe be like overweight. There's no way at 3000 calories. There must be a lot of pizza in a day.
1: <laughs> totally.
0: Right. And then and you see her and it's like, what the hell? This girl is eating 3000 calories a day like that. No way. So whenever you are consuming your day to day meals and eating that much food, how, how, how does it look like to you? Like, how, how does your day look like to you?
1: Absolutely. So generally, I'm going to start with my water and coffee. That is always going to be my go to. Make sure that you get your water in before your coffee. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> okay yes. like it should be like brushing your teeth like you wake up in the morning I need to drink of water wake up in the morning I brush my teeth at least I yeah. hope y'all start your day with brushing your teeth okay <laughs> so then the next thing is is that I would go into um typically some sort of oats right so like whether I want to add nut butter in there some fruit um but I am like super heavy on my oats that's definitely one of my favorite carb sources to go to and it's so it's, it's such a heart healthy food which is great mm-hmm. t- too mm-hmm. um and then I would typically go in to my mid-morning snack. So my mid-morning snack is actually a fruit salad. Um, I do add some protein and fat in there. So we have some dairy-free Greek yogurt, um, some cheese, as well as some nuts. And then I have like three different fruits in there. And it's like a great suggestion for anybody because A, you can switch it up every week. You can pick out whatever's the freshest. You can pick out whatever's the cheapest and always keep it exciting. Oh. And then I would go into my lunch, which would be some sort of lean protein source, typically have some rice or some pasta or some some. Bread or something to go along with that. My carbs are sitting at like 365 right now. So we really got to push those bad boys up there. Um, And then we uh, typically pair that with some veggies as well. Afternoon snack will vary from like tuna and um, like an English muffin with some veggies, or have uh, eggs is another really big one with avocado. Mm. And then um, dinner will always vary. And the nice part is, is that my coach takes the same approach with me as what I take with my clients, and it's a flexible approach. So it means that I'm allowed to have foods that are not whole foods twenty percent of the time of my day. And what I love about that is that. It's really allowed because like way back in the day, I was definitely an over consumer and it's really allowed me to have the mindset of I don't need to eat everything at once because I can have it again tomorrow right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't need to gouge myself to unreasonable extents, because it's there again tomorrow, there is no restriction in this every day is a weekend, if you want to look at it that way, because I get to throw treats in there. Mm -hmm. So if I need to have a flex dinner with my husband, I can totally do that. Otherwise, I like keep it nice and simple, I will always just choose a meat for dinner, some sort of vegetable to go with it. And then we'll switch up our carb source as well. And then in the evening, I will generally have a protein shake. Um, Another big thing is just having frozen fruit warmed up on its own um that I find really helps the sweet tooth craving and I also eat a lot of honey
0: (laughs) oh dang yeah that's my other sweet treat (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome I uh uh so two things um there was I had talked to another uh uh girl that was on the show her name is Caroline Biddle and she um she she said something and it made like just a thousand percent sense like it just made so much sense and i probably heard it before but the way she said it was like pinpoint she said it's best to eat good most of the time and then eat you know what you like you know bad stuff in quotes some of the time instead of eating like crap most of the time and then eating pretty well some of the time and it's like you know whenever you i guess look at your life like that or you look at your foods like that it creates like a, um, and, and, and looking your, at your physique and looking how you're transforming and this and that, and how you are still able to have the amazing things that you like to have. And people always think, like, oh, fruit, that's a lot of sugar and, and this and that. You know, well, it's like, well, sugar is a carbohydrate. So if you throw it into your carbohydrate numbers, like you're going to be able to have the things you want to have that have sugar. Absolutely. And, and fruits, yes, have sugar, but then they also have all these vitamins and minerals that you're like completely missing out on. It's like, you know, we are so focused on the bad. And, yeah. and you need, you need and our body
1: like, needs sugar like at the end yes. of the day like what fruits provide it is like the best pre-workout that you could ever provide oh. yourself at the end of the day
0: <laughs> dude even like during your workout like throwing some grapes right? dude yeah man uh second <laughs> thing <carbs>? is, yeah <laughs> second thing is uh fruit is definitely a uh a craving uh like getaway. like if you're craving like a freaking mm-hmm. you know what i have found i have found for myself i don't know if this I've told some people and it's kind of worked for some people, but obviously it's like a mindset thing. I always – I came up with this like saying of like there's a difference between feeding your stomach and then feeding your body. But mm-hmm. being full is being full. So like yeah. even if you fill your stomach up with water, you're, you're not going to be hungry anymore because you just fill up yourself with water. Yeah. So you're going to digest it quick because it's a liquid. It's water. But other than that, you filled your stomach up somehow. So if you can find a way – To like manipulate your body and understanding like I'm full using something or this is I'm giving you a sugar because your body's going to look at sugar as sugar. So a cookie sugar is like a fruit sugar because it's just sugar. Yes, it's fruit It's
1: it's, Your body is not being like, oh, I just broke down a cookie or oh, I just broke down rice. I'm going to make the cookie go to fat. I'm going to make the rice go to lean gains. You know what I mean? Like our body doesn't do that. It's just like I need to digest this food. Where do I put it?
0: Exactly, dude. Yeah, your body views it as like a, like a computer views like, you know, numbers and symbols. Like your body sees a carb like, oh shit, there's a carb, you know? It's like, oh no, there's an Oreo. It doesn't see it that way, you know? Uh, So... But fruit is definitely. Whenever I went through a, uh, I was I wanted to like shred. I wanted to get from eleven percent body fat. This was just because I wanted to. I wanted to get from eleven percent body fat to a single digit. So I got down to as like eight point seven, and I did it.
1: God damn.
0: Yeah, man. I was like, I feel good right there. I was like, dang, I bet. dude. Yeah, and uh, and now I maintain from in between those two. But whenever. um whenever I had those cravings for like something sweet, it was always grapes, man. I'd throw in some grapes and like it would, and drink some water and it, it would make my, it would just make it go away. Like I would, I wouldn't be hungry anymore. Cause obviously I filled my stomach up with something. And then that sweet tooth, cause grapes are pretty sweet, you know? Oh,
1: absolutely. Uh, they are. So,
0: yeah. So of course that craving too. So I was like, Hmm, like if I'm pretty sure if other people have struggles with craving sugar cravings, you know, like obviously there's people create tolerances for sugar, like cookies. They start indulging all this stuff and like your tolerance is freaking high. So five grapes not, might not cut it for you, but, yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, that's a great craving, man. I love that stuff. Okay. Um, and, it's, and it's they're great. a really
1: good addition to that fruit salad that I suggested. They really make it go the extra mile. Oh just saying.
0: They do, man. I just, you know, I love a good grape. I, I freeze my grapes. Do you eat frozen grapes or regular grapes?
1: I have not tried that yet. I need to jump on that train though. Oh my
0: God. You know what's so crazy? Okay, this is off topic, but there is, uh, I, I, this is, I don't even know. This might be weird. Everyone listening, this might be weird. This is like a secret of mine. Uh-oh. As, as like a young kid, I used to put, I used to cut grapes. I cut them in half and put salt on it and eat it.
1: That sounds something that I would totally do. I put salt (laughs) on everything and my husband's like, you are the weirdest person in the entire world. So Matt, I join you on that one.
0: (laughs) Dude, That's so crazy. Yeah. I just thought about it right now. We talked, uh, we started talking about it, but, um, but yeah, I I don't know know how good it is now.
1: (laughs) Who knows? I guess we're going to have to try it out. Hey,
0: yeah, dude, seriously. Uh, so, and, and that's crazy from you getting off stage for your, from your first comp, how much did you weigh?
1: Uh, So I was 114.8, I think I was the next morning. I never weighed myself on show day, but yeah, I got myself down to 114.8. But I will keep in mind, I was too small for that show. And on our last episode, I had told you if I did not grow my booty, Mm. I might have to fall into bikini because at the end of the day, I was starting to get too small. So it was really important for this um, season to put on mass. And I am so excited for the scale to be heavier this year when I step on stage on stage. That's one thing that I think is really important to note because the questions that I get from people interested in competing is what body fat percentage do I need to be at? What weight should I be? When I step on stage, you want to say- know what you're not scaled before you go on stage. Right. You're not your, your body fat percentage isn't checked. And at the end of the day, a lot of these girls are stepping on stage too lean because everybody in their head doesn't think that they're lean enough. And like, at this point, we're like starting to get skeletons to start walking on stage. And, yep. you know, like when we look at figure and physique, they are supposed to be leaner. They are supposed to be that tight, But then we're seeing it in bikini. We're seeing it in wellness. And, and it's not something that we necessarily need. And again, it's it's that confidence thing of of actually seeing yourself for the size that you are. And so when, um, when I answer that to them, it's like your body fat percentage doesn't matter. That weight doesn't matter. What matters most is that you look your best. And that you feel your best because that energy is going to be everything.
0: Right. Absolutely. 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 So when's the last time you weighed yourself recently?
1: So I actually just stepped on the scale this morning. I had my clothes on, which Perfect. I don't normally. And I was 138.8.
0: There you go. Okay? That's so all the gains are coming.
1: <laughs> all the gains are coming. And what's really cool is that I haven't really changed clothing size. Like, it's really weird. So, even though I've put on this extra mass, everything's still fitting the same. So, it goes to show that I'm putting the mass in the right spots. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really like, we still have about two more months of build left, and I'm already starting to see my core come through. So, I'm really excited to see. Um, what's going to happen in the next little bit because I wasn't expecting to really see this at this point um, because at the end of the day, we know that we have a little bit of fluff on us, but Mm. it's just going to be interesting to see where I come in for stage weight this year.
0: That's awesome. Are you excited or what?
1: Oh, I'm beyond pumped. Like I am just elated.
0: (laughs) That's crazy. So uh, before we were jumping on here, I want to talk real quick about like, I want to talk real quick about setting goals and uh and having shit just happen like life just happened so before we hopped on here you told me that you got you got covid like almost after your show right i did so how was that obviously you're off the show so first and foremost right whenever people go on stage and i'm going to talk specifically female because females have you know obviously um we all have hormones but females have you know, obviously your menstrual cycles and like all this other stuff. And I've talked to a lot of competitors who have gone in such a deficit where it like throws all their hormones out, out of whack. Like all their hormones are crazy. People have even yeah. lost their menstrual cycle for like months after.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And obviously we deal with body image and all this other stuff. So whenever you're on show day, you're you're at a pretty bad position. Like yes, you yeah. all the hype and all the stuff is there, but like mentally you're you're just hungry you're thirsty and all this other stuff and then like you and then so you you're not at your best right you look phenomenal but to get there sometimes it, it just it takes a lot of mental strength almost all mental strength but then you get yeah. off the show right you get off the stage and then um you go through life a little bit and then this happens and you're like dude i want to go into a, i want to do another competition i need to grow i need to grow and then boom you get this right so how was that
1: it was the shits okay it sucks so fucking badly and like what sucks the most about it was that i had a better game plan for my reverse than what i did for my actual prep like i knew that that was like the most important point like i was just so ready to own it and then i got completely fucked and got COVID, and i was like okay how do i deal with this so mentally, after I came off my show, my business blew up. It was absolutely fantastic. I was so thankful for that. But I was depleted. I was so freaking tired from having COVID, trying to still work all day, look after both my husband and I because we both got sick with it, then still trying to just like live life, right. And then I couldn't do any cardio because I didn't have any energy. So literally, I went from I think I was like at a max of like 40 minutes, Oh, not every day. I don't even know. I think it was about five days a week that I left off with cardio. But it went from that much cardio and my step target and whatever else to absolutely nothing. Okay. Mm. And then at the same time, I was like doing good during the day with my eating, I was doing pretty good. But I've heard this from a couple of other people. Other people say, no, COVID makes you hungry. At least it made me starving. And like some people will say it's the effects from the show, but like my husband agreed with me. Like it just seemed like it made us really hungry. And so by the end of the day, I was like, give me all the rice cakes, give me the honey, give me the fruit, give me the oats. And luckily I was eating all of the foods um, that I knew agreed well with me. And I wasn't necessarily straying off to a whole bunch of foods that I wasn't used to eating where things started to go a bit in the shits was Christmas time, right? Christmas, (laughs) you're bringing all the goodies back. You got, you know, family meals and baking and all this kind of stuff. And that's where things started to get a lot more difficult for me because I started adding in a whole bunch of different items that my body wasn't used to. That's when I started to notice um, like some unwanted weight gain, I guess I'll put it that way, you know, like in the weight that I've gained, is it all muscle? Absolutely not. Putting on muscle is the hardest thing that you can do. Um, but yeah. I'm still very happy with where my physique is mm. um, and the leanness that I'm looking at right now. Um, and so, yeah, so it was one of those things where not only did it hit me mental or physically, But it hit me mentally because it felt like it was something I couldn't talk to anybody about because everybody's got a damn opinion about COVID. So I didn't want to talk to everybody about it. Then I was still trying to, you know, keep my game while being on social media and talking to everybody and then trying to still be successful with my plan. And I felt like I failed. And then, you know, when you want something so freaking badly and you have everything lined up and then all of a sudden something just knocks it out. Well, I felt like that was like the worst thing that could have happened. And to be completely honest with you, I felt like a failure as a coach. I felt like a failure to myself. And it put me in the dumps, to be completely honest with you. And it took weeks before I could actually talk on camera and I don't know if you watch this story of mine but I actually cried on my story because I wanted to be honest with everybody because I was throughout the entire journey and I uh, here I had this awesome game plan that I didn't actually get to fulfill and I felt like I put on too many pounds too quickly and that I wasn't showing that I was this the top coach that I could be you know what I right, mean right yeah absolutely and so many people were like Sarah like don't worry da 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 and it just goes to show though like how much more it it is to you than to everybody else. And you're thinking that like everybody's going to judge you and think that you're a failure and they're not going to believe in you anymore just because you didn't take a couple of of steps and had life hit you. But you know, at the end of the day, we stress ourselves out so badly. We put so much pressure on ourselves to the point where it's almost unbearable to the point where I stopped talking on camera because I felt like I didn't have anything to say because I didn't feel like I was doing a good enough job. You know what I mean? And so then after I was able to talk to everybody about that, Then I just kept building myself from that. And I'm like, hey, I might not be exactly where I want to be, but I need to keep going from here. That pro card is still on my mind, which means that I need to dig myself out of the dumps and keep going. So I did. And I built myself a plan. And I really looked at this next year and I was like, hey, like, I don't think I want to do this road to pro on my own. I want to hire a coach for it and I hired a coach now so that if I run into something like that, I'm not trying to hold up my family, myself, my job, everything else in my life and feeling like I'm not doing a good enough job. Now I'm going to put my training into someone else's hands, which was a huge thing for someone who likes to always be in control. I don't think a lot of people really realized how much trust I had to have in someone else to go from doing so well in my show, with myself being my coach, and then putting my, and, and being a coach myself, because I have standards, like I do feel like I'm a very good coach for my clients, I give them a certain level of standard that I expect to be reciprocated if I'm hiring a coach, right. Mm-hmm. So that's the other thing was that it was tricky to pick which one I wanted. Um, so it was definitely a journey, but I was able to make myself through it. And I was honest with everybody the entire time. And you know, I've been showing my offseason body, I've been rocking it. And the reason why is because good. I think that, bodybuilding is supposed to be there for you to be your best self but at the end of the day people are stressing themselves out before show day they may or may not even feel their best self on show day and then they feel like shit for the rest of the year not uploading pictures of themselves only showing photos from their their prep photo shoot before the show Mm -hmm. and it's just like it's not reality and it's like then we have all of these unrealistic pictures pictures going around Instagram people thinking that people look like that all year round they're beating themselves up that they can't be there can't do this but at the end of the day guys a lot of these pictures are edited a lot of these pictures are, are shot from certain angles so that they can look bigger like sometimes I look at those pictures on Instagram and it's like I thought I was gonna make it in wellness until I saw those fucking quads like <laughs> oh my god right so right. <laughs> like we got to be more transparent about what's going on throughout the entire year what's natural what it's not natural. Would I suggest for everybody to put on the same amount of weight that I did in off season? Absolutely not. I would taper it a lot slower, but life hit me. I'm working with it the best that I can. I'm still happy with where I'm at. And I'm very proud of my body because at the end of the day, my body carried me through prep, through the show, through COVID. And now it's carrying me through my off season. So who am I to say anything about it when I've been super hard on it? When you look at the the stressors that I've placed on it right at the end of the day,
0: dude, First of all, the uh the basically the rant you just went on, like you can tell that this is something that you are so driven and passionate for. Um and, and, and that's 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 what we love to bring to the show always, man. I always look for the truth, honest, and that's why I've always liked your journey and talking to you because that's yes what you always bring, you know, all the time. And uh yeah. number two is everything you just said, that last point, dude, that was gold. Because lately I have been uh, not coming to the conclusion, but putting it in this type of sentence for myself and also for others. But dude, you're, if you people always... And this is always, always going to be mindset, okay? Mindset is huge when it comes down because you can be obese and, and still be happy with yourself, you know? Definitely, and and yeah. that's just a different, uh, different thing that you need to approach. Like, do I need to look amazing? No, you don't have to look amazing, but you need to feel amazing. Yes, of course. Yeah. So if you don't feel great whenever you're playing with your kids and stuff. Your heart's beating this and that. And you feel like you're going to pass out. Then you need to do something with your health. That's yeah. different. Um, exactly. So, So mindset is huge, you know, and you take your body just like Sarah just talked about everybody. She just took her body through all this stuff. And once you start to realize and basically come out of yourself and look at yourself and but you look at yourself as your body. Right. It's like you. You your body has gone through, you take your age and, and, and plus like nine months because you were in the womb for growing, you know, in, in your yeah. mother's womb for a while. So like your body, this amazing body has gone through incredible stuff. And whenever you look at yourself and you're like, dude, I hate myself. I hate my body. I hate how I look. Well, first of all, these are all decisions that you made for yourself.
1: Big Big and- time.
0: And guess what, dude? Hey, this is fine, man, because guess what? Tomorrow you can wake up and you can work for a better you, you know, like you can do better things that you want to do for yourself. And you and then whenever you get to where your ideal body is right and then guess what life happens again you gain all that weight back dude guess what you did it once you could do it again we always look at like these things that happen in life and it's like well i used to be you know in sports as you know in high school and i used to do this and that and you know you could have been like dude i i I went on wellness stage and i did great for coaching myself why is this happening to me and you could have played the why game over and over again in your head but you didn't you know and and just what you said at the very end is like you you put your body through hell for that prep obviously because those things are rough man so you do that and then you get sick and like we if okay for i guess the best way to put it is like if you love someone and you have a husband or wife boyfriend girlfriend brother sister whatever it is you love someone dearly and something happens to them it hurts you right you hurt them it's like dude yeah. i didn't mean i didn't mean to hurt your feelings i'm so sorry but when it comes down to our body. It's like we completely forget like, dude, this is your body and you should, this right? is your first relationship, man. Like, you know, yes. you realized that you hurt your body and, and you put it through a lot of work. And then now it wants to fight this thing that's inside your body that is hurting you as well. And it's fighting and fighting and fighting and it has to do this now. And then like, it has to deal with the, the weight gain it has to deal with all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But you realized that your body is your best friend and it did what it had to do to keep you alive and keep you here today.
1: Right. And and that's the thing is, like, we got to recognize that our mind and body will fight each other. And it's up to us to make sure that they come in line with each other, right? Because I think that you brought up a really important point. Like, I hear a lot of people say, you know, I'm too old for that now. No, 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 no. I I have had a 61-year-old come to me that could hardly even walk up the stairs, couldn't lift her arm above her head, and we have her... On the ground now, she's almost hitting a minute and 30 seconds with her planks. She's doing kickbacks. Like the growth is just incredible. And you want to know where that came from? From her mindset, because she (laughs) said she didn't want to live the rest of her life like that. She believed that she could get better. And guess what? She did. And now she's better than she ever thought that she could because she kept pushing that mindset and didn't just let age be a number.
0: Dude, exactly. And it's like, that's her body, man. (laughs) Like, that is her body you know, if you right now are, are just you, and I've been there, man. I am sure you've been there too. Like, where you look in the mirror and you're just like, dude, what the hell I hate? I just hate how I look, dude. I don't understand. Yeah. Why do I have this stretch mark? Why do I have this flab over here? Why do I have cellulite? Or what is like, why do I have these things? I don't understand, you know? And, uh, and you start to hate yourself You know, you start to really hate how, how it is. And, you know, but then you put in the work and, You know, I've been training for 13 plus years now and my training has changed. You know, my mindset has changed. And guess who was there the whole way? My body. My body was the one Mm -hmm. that, you know, did all these things. My body was the one that jumped out of airplanes. My body was the one that, you know, you know, maxed out on deadlifts, did, you know, all these things and sprinting, progressing and progressing and progressing. Like I took my body through it, but with my mind ahead of it, you know, because my mind's going to go as far as my as my. Uh,
1: well, my body's gonna go as far as my mind will, but well, and that's exactly it. And people don't realize that like the right mindset could be the best pre-workout for you. Like caffeine can't even come close to a fired up mind. Like, you know, those workouts where you're just like jamming out before the session and you're just, yeah. you're so hyped to get in there. You can hardly contain yourself. Yeah. Like that's the shit that moves mountains. And a message that I really try to convey to everybody is that you can love your body and still want change. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the thing is like, you can love it where it is now and be like, okay, like, I'm super appreciative of what it is. It's about to take me to the next step. But if you keep hating on it and hating on it and hating on it, like you get to that next step and you still fucking hate on it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like there is no end to that. You need to break that cycle.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And talking about cycles, that's exactly what you described in your little rant. There was, was, um, whenever people are you know they don't like how they look like on stage and they post pictures of during their prep and then that circle just goes through dude you just put that on social media and now it's just going through because people think that that is how i should look like and then this and that but then that person is not even positive and happy with themselves whenever they put it up there and and now you know we're we're just i guess pushing out poison you know pushing out poison in people's mindsets and when it comes down to it yo like Focus on you and focus on how you feel. And even if you're a competitor or whatnot, like obviously, all the people who are professionals, they probably have gone through, you know, who've been doing this for years and years. They still, you know, have to go through the mindset game and this and that. They're just more experienced in it. But, you know, you're the only one that goes on that stage, dude. Like, you're the only one that does it. Even if you're doing something with teams, like, you can be that one person that messes up for the whole team, so you gotta be there for yourself to be your best self, always and forever, dude. No matter what, however you look at it, um, but that internal self being, dude, that that overwhelms, that overwhelms anything because, you know, your physical changes is gonna happen. If you eat clean, you train right, you're gonna, your body's gonna change, but your body can still stay the same. You could be the same shit inside but your body's changing outside so work on that inner core man definitely right percent well
1: you know what like i think everybody looks at the cost of 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 a personal trainer or the cost of food or you know like the cost to change essentially but what (laughs) they're not thinking of is what is it going to cost them in the long run if they stay exactly where they are right now
0: right dude right exactly exactly who knows like like thousands of dollars for doctors. And then on top of that, 10 years off your life, like uh, if, if it was up to me, it'd be a simple decision, dude. Yeah. We're that math makes field. sense, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly, dude. Exactly. Um, So it all comes down to mindset, yo, yeah, for sure. But now as we move into, let's move into, to training, man. I, you know, training is a whole different, it's a whole different feel. I feel like training is like where you really get to, because obviously we all, you know, we've been talking this whole time, mind to body, right? Body to mind. So obviously whenever you make decisions and you push through the thick and the thin, like all these things, that's like your mind pushing your body through whatever. But whenever it comes down to train, yo, that's your body, like pushing your mind. And when you push your mind, like that's pushing your mind to like break limits and like break standards, dude all that stuff. um So for you to go ahead and grow the way that you're growing in places that, a lot of females are probably wanting growth, um, AKA booty gains. How have you, like, how has the training been for you, man? I'm excited to hear. How has your training been for you?
1: So training has been intense. Absolutely. So the schemes that he has got me in are absolutely crazy. Like it's drop sets on top of drop sets. It is <laughs> pyramids, reverse and regular. And, you know, like I'm the smallest uh The smallest number of sets that I'm doing right now is four. Nothing will ever go under four. And it's going as large as eight on some sets, okay? And, like, I'm talking about, like, four sets of drop sets, okay? (laughs) Like, I mean, like, just ridiculous stuff that you wouldn't even think of, and it's just sick and twisted, okay? (laughs) (laughs) But in all the good ways, in all the good ways.
0: Yeah, right, right. Um,
1: so leg days right now is obviously my main focus. Uh, we really don't need to do too much training on the upper body just because a, it's not the main focus. I mm-hmm. hold a lot of muscle mass there. So we're training lower body three days per week right now, upper body two. So if you hear that guys, I am going to get my pro card and only training five days per week. You do not need to train seven days per week to see results. Okay. That's another important message that I want to put out there. So it's important to get the rest and recovery so that I can lift heavy in my session the next day. Okay. So crucial when I'm looking at my leg days, they are averaging. And like I said, like I'm pushing from exercise to exercise as quick as I can. They're roughly around two and a half hours, My upper body sessions are anywhere from an hour and a half to two hours. And right now I have no step target And my cardio is an incline uh, walk at max incline for 10 minutes on the um, treadmill. And that's once every two weeks. So my cardio is so low right now. My calories are so high right now that you can imagine for that energy shift, we're not going to have to do too much work, right? Mm -hmm. Even adding 5,000 steps into my day, because at the end of the day, guys, I'm not getting a lot of steps in at the gym and I'm strapped to a desk being an online trainer during the day. So it's it's not like I'm getting miles in during the day. So like literally 5,000 steps will make a difference on my physique with how low my cardio is right now.
0: That's crazy, yo. That's crazy. And I love how you you broke it down like that too. One thing that you said for sure that I want people to freaking take away, dude, this took me years to figure it out. Number one, because uh i was whenever i was training so obsessively like aggressively i was probably in the worst mindset of my life and i was like trying to apply pain so it was like not even for progress it was just for for life like just to feel something so and i was training like seven days a week dude like two days three days like it was insane um and my physique wasn't like remarkable my performance was incredible but my my physique wasn't like you know there was nothing crazy about it uh whenever I got out and I started to um you know train in a specific way and eat a specific way, it was um it took me a long time to accept one rest day, dude. It took me mm-hmm. so much time to accept one rest day just because I knew how important recovery was, but I always felt like if I wasn't moving and I wasn't feeling the burn, I wasn't training my body hard enough that it wasn't gonna progress the way I wanted it to. Right. But but for sure, whenever I pushed myself to do two days of rest back to back uh that's when things started to feel better and when i mean feel better i mean like not was not only was my physique changing but it was my body felt better my joints felt better you know i wasn't in too much aches and pains and i love being sore but you know it it went from like excessive soreness and pain and this and that to more of like feeling more mobile more movement friendly and, and also progressing towards where i wanted to be at but um if you – I had a scientist on the show, and his name was Chris, and he said um, – I don't know this is exactly how he said it, but it was crazy because it was so true, and it took me forever to realize it. But he's like – he was talking about sleep, and, and he said, you know, if you were to add an hour of sleep to your nights – for the rest of your life, you could decrease the risk of heart disease. And the same thing, if you were to take away an hour of sleep, you could I did increase.
1: listen to that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, awesome. So then you can uh, increase it, right? So, but he also said to you, he's like, because obviously I'm a coach, I'm a trainer, and we, that's what we do here, right? In the Train on Podcast, man, we we talk about fitness, health, nutrition, all that stuff, mindset, and- he, and he specifically talked about everyone who does training. It's like he said, if you do not get a good night's sleep and you're not recovering well enough, it would be more harmful to train the next day than it would to just take the whole day off. Because your right. body is is, is, in, is in desperate need of recovery. And whenever yeah. you're not fully recovered and you do more damage, this is how injury happens. This is how that injury escalates to to increase aging and all this other stuff and it blew my mind because it's like that is how crucial sleep is but for some reason we live in a society nowadays where everything is just go man flow 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 and it's like you know we forget the main things that our body needs Needs. same thing with hydration proper nutrition movement like we forget these things um but that is valuable in what you just said dude. that sleep that recovery training five days a week only and growing the way you're growing like i want people to to really absorb that for sure
1: well, and I even see that with my clients a lot of the time, they get super excited and they want to work out every day. And I appreciate that excitement and I want yeah. that to continue, but I want them to know that they're doing the exact same thing by taking that rest day as they would be by going and getting that workout in because it's a full picture. Okay. Like I said earlier on in the episode, we're only accounting for roughly about 10% of our totally total daily energy um, output coming from exercise in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So we don't need to go crazy on it when we know that nutrition, steps, sleep, stretching, all of these things make a whole picture for us in the long run. So right. it's again, that proper mindset of realizing that it's not just exercise. That's making this whole transformation. It's everything put together.
0: Right. Absolutely, man. And I, you know, uh, it's the whole thing dude you get the whole thing bro like all of it together man you go into a buffet line you got to grab every piece on there because that's exactly what it needs to do this stuff yeah (laughs) man and um and everything is valuable every every asset of your transformation your health your body your mind is crucial every little thing is is crucial um but you know i feel like over the years of me doing this and coaching other people too uh it all comes down to this one thing dude and it's just you being happy like i think that is like the biggest the biggest thing that people can take away from anything when it comes down to movement proper eating and and hydration sleep recovery is like are you happy with yourself you know be happy with yourself train to i talked about this in a a video the other day too and it's like we i was talking about the scale because you know how we all love the scale dude uh and I was saying, like, dude, we don't train to satisfy the scale. We don't eat clean to satisfy the the scale. We don't do these things to satisfy anything but yourself. Um, you train to train, you know, you you perform to perform and you eat clean to eat clean. Like, you should do these things for yourself because you're trying to pursue the happiness of confidence that you need for you to be happy and be that best self for your family, for your business, for your husband, for your, you know, brother, sister, neighbors, coworkers, wh- wh- whatever, you know, you're, we're always pursuing the happiness within, inside of our body. And I think that is like the most uh, important thing to always keep inside your head, you know?
1: Well, and that's, and that's really, yeah, that's a really good point. And like with the scale too, like, nobody's walking up and meeting somebody and being like, damn, yeah, this you look, this <laughs> look like you're 176.6 today. You know what I mean? Like, who's doing that so why are we obsessing so much about it and like that's why this journey was so good for me too is the excitement of knowing that being the lowest isn't the best and that I can be heavier on stage and then that means that that's a better me with more muscle mass but you know what I mean like I think that we just stress ourselves out so much about this number that number can wreck our entire day but nobody else is thinking about that damn number all day except for you all right,
0: dude, dude. You know what? That's probably the best way to freaking close out this episode. That shit was hilarious. Um, yeah, man. Hey, dude, how much you weigh? <laughs> no, dude, that's 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 too funny. That's too funny. Um, exactly. It's just a number. It's only gonna mess you up, man. That's that is too funny. Um, Sarah, it's always so amazing talking to you. Um, it's it's you. Like I said, you bring the the truth in, in this industry you bring you bring that out and you're passionate about it and you have a um a honest and you are very you know straightforward but you also know that we're human and that you put all that stuff together and that makes a great coach you know you're passionate you're driven you're hungry for everyone out there right now listening that want to um you know say thank you or reach out to you or maybe even ask for some help where's the best place for people to find you
1: The best place for people to find me is on Instagram. So you guys can all find me there at authentically.fit. And if you want to follow along with my journey as well, I also YouTube so you can find me there under authentically fit.
0: Boom. Just like that. Uh, Also, Everything in the show notes, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to put everything there, uh, everything to her social medias, also to her episode 128. So you can tune into that, too, and check out uh, more of her background if you want to listen to more about Sarah and how she – you know, where she came up from and how she got into who she is today and all that good stuff. Um, We talked about some cool stuff today, Sarah. It's freaking awesome. I love talking to you. Um, Everyone out there – yeah, everyone out there right now who grabbed any sort of value or, you know, you're just like, dude, yeah, Sarah's talking about some some, some good stuff. They're, you know, they're, they're really hitting some high points here. Um, if you know someone out there who can also use some value like you grabbed today in the show, uh, all I ask you is simply shout out this episode to your best friend, you know, your mom, dad, your cousin, your gym buddy, your coworker, your neighbor, somebody. The more people will get to listen to these episodes, the more lives we can all change together. And that's what we're trying to do We're trying to inspire people to believe in themselves but you just tuned in to another amazing episode here on the Train Other Jean Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Matt, guest speaker, Sarah Dole. And as usual, y'all, get out there. Train hard.
1: Live strong.
0: Alright, everybody. Peace. You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard, Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode or guest pickers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlifstrong.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.